Hello and welcome to How to Be Human from artisanbusinesssolutions.com with more workplace and people management conversation. My name is Dea Osborne and I'm an actor, writer, ops and development director. And I'm Katherine Jenkins, though most folks just call me Jenkins. And I'm a people management consultant with Artisan Business Solutions. This is How to Be Human. Okay, this week's question is what are the best habits that can make you the best person? You know, what one person's idea of best person is compared to another's, there's going to be a huge amount of variance, right? What Mm -hmm. we're aiming for. So a good exercise to start, and I think I first came across this uh, in one of Stephen Covey's books, but thinking about your funeral or your memorial service Mm -hmm. and who you want to show up. Mm -hmm. It could be specific individuals. It also could be representatives of different groups, right? especially if you're younger. And mm-hmm. you, you know, you've got a lot of years in front of you. You might not want your frat buddies there. Or maybe you do now, but you also know that you're probably going to want some other people there. So some of the people are going to be in your head, right? It's going to be work colleagues, perhaps a spouse or children. You might have community members. Think of the different factions of your life that you want represented. Mm-hmm. And think about what you want them to say. So starting with who that best person is. What is that goal, right? Mm-hmm. That's going to help you work backwards. backwards. Yep. I tend to use the phrase, I want to be a person who. For example, I want to be a person who is well-read. This is more helpful to me on days when I don't want to read than to say mm-hmm. that I want to be a person who reads or I want to read. Mm-hmm. That addition of being the kind of person who does the thing mm-hmm. is more helpful than saying that I want to do the thing because mm-hmm. sometimes I don't want, want to, to do, do the thing. But recognizing that it's not about the wanting in the moment, it's about becoming a certain kind of person can be helpful in recognizing that sometimes sitting down to read is going to be a little bit of a chore. Now, I find, because I do like reading once I'm doing it, that once I'm able to get over the hump of sitting down and starting reading, Mm -hmm. I'm fine. But I found that that particular phrasing, I want to be the kind of person who, Mm -hmm. is really helpful for me. But identifying what kind of person I wanted to be was helped by exercises like this. You're throwing your mind forward and then looking back right of what are the steps that you have to take between now and then to get to that space and i and i encourage you even if you're the kind of person who's like i want to be the richest person in the yada yada letting go of some of those um, physical material aspects and i'm not saying that they're not important mm-hmm. to you or that they're not important because they can be when we talk about being a best person mm-hmm. those are going to be less helpful in determining what habits you should build to get you to that best person you can be status right it, i mean it might also be worth the exercise in itself to do that if you do want to just be a multi-billionaire and that's your end goal Mm -hmm. working backward from that the steps it's going to take and what you're going to have to leave behind you right in order to achieve these ends might make you more self-aware of the choices that you right now are sitting here being willing to make sacrificing relationships Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah i'm not going to get married i'm not going to have kids because i need to be able to drop everything at the drop of a hat and do this thing over here not that that ultimate might not be your choice it could be your choice absolutely but sort of using that as an exercise of what if for three different road variations of I could do this I could do this or I could do this great exercise for college kids trying to pick a major or second career launchings of Mm -hmm. this is not working for me I don't know what I want but I know it ain't this yeah I think goals are really important towards helping you become the best version of yourself, not because necessarily hitting a goal is going to make you happy. There's plenty of multimillionaires that are miserable, I'm sure. And as soon as you hit one goal, it turns out that you you look ahead and you're like, oh, but there's all these 
other things. Yeah. So that you have to think of a more like milestones. Mm-hmm. So you can have a moment of celebration. But if you think of any goal, really any goal, as, yeah. and now I am done. If right. you're still alive, you're not done. So right. just mark and, the milestones. And even being a good person, you're still not no. done. You still have to keep going. As you let go of some of your self-involvement, mm-hmm. really you become aware of the good things in other people that you don't have. You become mm-hmm. aware of what you lack. Not necessarily in a soul-crushing way, hopefully not in a soul-crushing way, just in a sense of you're seeing kind of your place in the universe. Mm-hmm. I have good things to offer, mm-hmm. but there's so many things that I don't have and I'm so grateful for these people around me. There's that extra awareness that comes versus when you're still kind of caught up in the few good things that you have to offer to the world. Right. They can blind you to all the things that you're lacking. Getting tunnel visioned is extremely easy right now because so many people are just trying to get from day to day, right? A lot of it is just I need to get from A to B and I don't have the capacity to multitask this situation. Like it's, I'm pretty done. Getting in the habit to where you can sit down and journal or sit down and have your moaning thoughts or just have a beat with yourself once a day, twice a week, however it is that you figure out how to do that and kind of gauge where you are, what your immediate needs are and what your feelings are and acknowledge all of those things. Also going to be good in kind of keeping you a little bit more forward on your trajectory, Mm -hmm. making sure that you're not wandering off in left field somewhere, keeping your ultimate goals Mm -hmm. in sight, even if they're the most simplistic goals of, I just need to get through the first quarter of Mm -hmm. this new job. I just don't understand it, or I'm really frustrated, or I'm this, or I'm that, or I only have two weeks until my vacation. I just need to get to Mm. my vacation. There's a lot of that happening, where people are planting things to look forward to ahead of time, and I know that greatly helps. And then being able to be present, if you can, while you're participating in those escapist things or those downtimes to be able to really stop and acknowledge the color of the grass sounds really simplistic but is extremely important to help recenter you and bring you back Mm -hmm. to some sort of awareness level Uh, going back to kind of your original thought of finding times to be alone with yourself to think about what you want journaling practices like that sometimes if you haven't yet begun a quiet practice of this nature can be very uncomfortable to be alone and quiet with yourself mm-hmm. if you're used to always having the television on music on talking to other people mm-hmm. so don't get discouraged if the first thing you have to work on before you can begin your long-term perspective your planning of any goals mm-hmm. even two weeks out if the first thing you have to work on is getting to a place where you're comfortable having even just a few minutes quiet and alone with yourself yeah. and i'm not suggesting that you need to have a two-day meditative retreat that's really helpful for some people. Some people that's it's too also much really time. high, yeah, really high level. So if we're just working up to 15 minutes of quiet, centered reflection time a day, say, that's fine. Start just by working up to that point. Mm-hmm. And then you can consider your immediate needs beyond that. And then you can consider kind of doing that mental exercise of throwing your brain all the way out and reflecting back. Right. And some other things to keep in mind that might help throughout the day, day in, day out, some kind of habits to build, pocketing away some specific time for you to check things like your emails and social media and uh, incoming messages so that they're not just binging you throughout the entire day and adding onto your list of interruptions that keep happening. Being able to build in kind of a more disciplined structure of your day, if at all possible, to work with your work team and say, look, this is the time that I'm going to set aside and this is when I need to focus on work. Or this is when I am turning off my phone and I will not be turning it on again until this time. So just know you can send me stuff 
all you want to, but I will not be responding until this time tomorrow. So building in some of those disciplines that can help your teams sort of build better habits as well. If you're a manager, if you're a supervisor, if you're a business owner, remembering that your team members are working to their last ends of the thread as well and to help them to build healthier habits like that, setting aside time, doing time blockings of this is when we do this kind of tasking or this kind of whatever. Well, if you are in that position of leadership, if you're able to be vulnerable and mm -hmm. say, I need some extra support and these are the tools that I use to support me in keeping my you know mental space mm -hmm. under control, that gives them permission to admit that they as well need a little bit of support and keeping their mental space under control. Right. Because sometimes we have this idea that the people around us have everything all together and mm -hmm. we're the ones who is failing dramatically. And it turns out that every individual person has that feeling that mm -hmm. they're the one who's failing and everyone around them has it together. There's that toxicity which has basically run high business mm -hmm. corporate world prior to COVID of you have to be available 24 seven mm -hmm. at all times for your boss. It's a no go at this point. If it still exists, you have the full power to go and find a place where that is no longer the case because right now specifically the employees or mm -hmm. potential employees have the power. And so make those choices, understand what those gains are going to get you, those kind of roles are going to get you if you're willing to live that sort of lifestyle or if that is not worth it for you and family time or just more mental space to participate in your hobbies or your second career or your passion. Now is really a great time to sit somewhere with yourself, find out what it is that you want and need and find the kind of atmospheres that are going to support that. And that includes your working sphere and your personal day-to-day -day sphere with your friends, family, and so on. Okay, if you have any questions you'd like to fire away at us, you can do that at artisanbusinesssolutions.com. Don't forget while you're there to check out our newsletters, blogs, and services, and subscribe to our podcast for our full lineup. I'm Day Osborne. And I'm Catherine Jenkins. This has been How to Be Human. <laughs>